brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hey there. Are you ready for an assault on the senses? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that is this show. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, enthusiasm, <laughs> Well, ladies and gents, it's us. We're here. Oh, please don't change the channel yet. <laughs> too late yeah <laughs> wait until dave introduces himself <laughs> then you can go okay this is another sud segment for those of you that are keeping track <laughs> where good beer meets questionable radio let me write that down <laughs> okay just you know in case you're keeping score back home with me today at this semi-round table is good old boy dave hey would you like to buy a monkey <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, do you spend like 45 minutes every week trying to figure that out? More. Okay. All Countless right. hours. <laughs> Countless. Yes. Good old boy, Mike. Hey, it's me again. Please do not change the channel. <laughs> For the love of Pete. <laughs> if you're keeping score, it's Mike 1, Dave 0. <laughs> Good old boy, Kendall's here in the house. Yeah, I think my usual tagline is, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> but I'm starting to second guess that. That will not apply today. <laughs> you know, it's all about having a primary, a good exit strategy. That is the way you get through life, Kendall. Have right? you noticed that Kendall always sits closest to the door? Yeah, he, the, I, that's part I'm of the telling you, That's it, yeah. yeah. I've got my eye on it. Yeah. Okay, and in case I didn't say this before, hi, I'm good old gal Juliana. Mm. Um, good old boy Kendall has a blog, and he will talk about that later. So, today, our episode is going to be kind of cool, kind of funky, and again, an assault on your senses. <laughs> we are doing a, brewer- a brewery takeover of not one, but two breweries. The first one is Melvin Brewing Company from Jackson, Wyoming. We witnessed this huge buzz about them last year at GABF. Definitely. um, Yeah, we're going to talk about that buzz and hype and whether they live up to the buzz and the hype. And the other brewery that we're going to be talking about is Great Notion Brewing Company from Portland, Oregon. So there's that. So today's Suds episode is brought to you by... Stuffing Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Come on down to Stuffing Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are priced very competitively. Stuffing Things. Sting, things and stuff. Stuff and things. And stuff and things. Now, with more stuff. <laughs> no jingle. Wow, that was sad. Okay. Hey, you stepped into that cold. That's, that's not easy to do. True. So, Dave... Tell us about your extensive research that you've uncovered about Melvin. What? The extensive research that you've done about Melvin Brewing Company. Cut, paste. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Google, please tell me about Melvin Brewing. Oh, oh, you want me to read from the website? (laughs) Okay, well, why didn't you just say so? Uh, hey, welcome to Melvin Brewing. This is the beginning of your advi- wonderful new... It's wonderful. <sighs> Kung Fu friendship between our brew family and all beer lovers alike. Gonna be Kung Fu lightning. I think it's Kung Fu fighting. Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> I wish I knew Kung Fu right now. <laughs> if, I knew, if I knew the death touch, we'd be down to three hosts in just a second. Talk of Melvin began in the California West Coast, as opposed to the California East Coast. But the heart of Melvin started 
beating in the rural mountain town of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. As far as Grand Notion goes, Grand Notion Brewery was is a seven-barrel brewery and taproom in Portland, Oregon, located in Portland, Oregon. We focus primarily on juicy New England-style IPAs and creative sour ales, though you'll also find a variety of beers with fresh fruit and stouts with maple, coffee, and chocolate. They're right next to the Pine State Biscuits. Dude, have you ever had those biscuits? Yeah. Are they good? They're from Pine State. Yeah? Well, there you go. Pine State Biscuits. That's how you find them. I guess so. Beer and so, a biscuit. Mm-hmm. So go boy, Mike. Why don't you uh, tell us our lineup for today? Yeah, so we got uh, several beers from uh, each of these breweries to go over. So from Melvin, we're going to have Asterisk. So all of these are in a common series. It's called the Rotational IPA Series, um, where they're actually changing out the hops uh, that we're going to be going through. Asterisk, it's an Imperial IPA, the Drunken Master Imperial IPA, Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. From it's an Imperial IPA, nerds, and Citradamus, another Imperial IPA. All those are from Melvin that we're going to go through, and the beers we're going to go through from uh, Great Notion Brewing are going to be the Blueberry Sour Muffin or Blueberry Muffin Sour, <laughs> the Juice Box Double IPA, and the last beer we're going to go through is the Double Stack Stout. This Imperial is totally beer. not rehearsed, folks. This is just happening right right as you're hearing it. it do we ever rehearse it would really sound would. so bad if we ever rehearsed as opposed to this mm-hmm. i'm gonna say mike one dave one <laughs> <laughs> wow okay so why don't we uh start off with the melvin beers and um or suds rating oh, or suds rating mm-hmm. yeah okay Suds rating. Kendall's going to Kendall, would you please read the Sud ratings today? Could you do this in the style of somebody from Portland that is had way too much coffee to consume? <laughs> and just ate a biscuit from Pine State Biscuit. I have no idea what that sounds like. It's just a little jittery. <laughs> that jittery, sucks. Jittery uh, we'll be discussing satisfied. and rating these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Uh, what's that a belch? Ah, what a relief. Uh, body shouldn't really not make that sound. And listen to that hang time. Give me another. You know, I can almost see his man bun shivering from the caffeine buzz. No more espresso table three. (laughs) (laughs) He almost fell right out of his plaid shirt. Mm -hmm. Yep. I can almost feel his protest against the federal government, you know, just... And, you know, oozing through, you know, that elicitation. <laughs> yeah, it's oozing through the coffee and rum that's a, coming from his skin. Yes. 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 Okay, so let's move on. Um, so we'll do the Melvin beers first, and we're going to start with Asterisk. Asterisk is 9.0% ABV. It's their take. Um, it's if you take an IPA and feed it steroids. Which gives you that term double IPA. There <laughs> I'm you go. Get some roid rage. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So, um, do you guys think this is a true double IPA? Uh, I wrote down very balanced. That was one thing I wrote down. Yep. This is about delicious, this. man. I mean, it's really good. Uh, the one thing I uh, circled in their description was a reactionary style. Yeah, I definitely had a reaction in drinking this. So yeah, he got drunk. No. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. The first thing I noticed on the aroma of this thing was a lot of passion fruit. Um, And then I picked up a little bit of that kind of sweet malt. Not quite caramelly, but a little sweetness from it. And then that pine resin. But yeah, passion fruit dominated it for me. Yeah, yeah, and I like the malt green on this. It's a little different than what you would typically expect and get out of. Like it's not so sticky sweet to go along with the hops. Um, So whatever they're doing, I like it because it's a little different. Yeah, it's got a good mouthfeel to it. You know, it kind of lingers on your palate a little bit and lets you 
get the whole experience. I, I thought the alcohol was definitely all over this. You know, uh, this was swinging at nine percent, and I felt like it was. You could feel it. You Melvin know? does not hide their alcohol. No, that's definitely true not. with all of these. No, they're yeah, loud when you and look proud. at the whole list, yeah, it's nine and uh, one at thirteen percent. So we'll let you figure out which one's that outlier today. Yeah, so considering that this was the lightweight of the group, mm-hmm. what did we rate this beer? Our Suds rating for the asterisk from Melvin Brewing is going to be a four. Uh, uh, uh. Well, now, they, yeah. well, there it is. There so now moving on, we're going to talk about the drunken master. Named Mike. You know, I'd like that to be my new stage name. Yeah? Uh-huh, yeah. So you're giving up chartreuse? Uh, no. <laughs> I think you would have a lot of other stage names for me if I were to ask Dave. Drunken Master. And here he is, the Drunken Master. I've called you drunken something that rhymes with master a lot of times, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't know if we can get into that. I don't think we can do that on public radio. No, not Mm, today. Yeah. Okay. Well, Drunken Master is 9.5%, and it is a brand new double IPA. Not as boozy as tuba which is their other uh double ipa <laughs> and with great <laughs> and with greater balance so this is a combination of citra amarillo and columbus hops it, kendall if you had to come up with another stage name for yourself what would it be you know i'm not quick on my feet like that Mike. no you can think about it dave's thought about it what Me- is it dave megan <laughs> <laughs> right. I just I look at him and I see Megan. I don't know. Just, <laughs> How about it, Juliana? What would be your other stage name? Uh, I don't know. Go no? by Dave. What's my stage name? <laughs> Why are we asking Dave? Because he comes up. Is he with like so the quick. orator of stage names? Their stage with- name will be Pumpernickel. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in a minute. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Welcome back, everyone. So we're talking about some beers from both Melvin Brewing Company and Great Notion Brewing Company. But currently, we are talking about the Drunken Master. And no, that is not good old boy Mike. (laughs) (laughs) This Drunken Master is from Melvin. So, do you think that this is like sunshine in a glass? Um, It burns a little. Yeah. Well, in fact, that's what I wrote down was burnt sugar. In fact, if you had probably, if I was not looking at this in the glass, I, it, there are probably some red ales that this would go down that path just because of the burnt sugar, you know, quality about this. It's weird. Like, even though all four of the Melvin beers were the same color, more or less, this one came across as darker to me, like more caramel or, um, yeah, there was something deeper about it uh, in the flavor. Me. That's the first thing I wrote down when I looked at this beer was amber. And yeah. when I see an amber double yeah. IPA, I'm expecting certain things. You know, those classic Northwest double IPAs have that, you know, big, strong caramel backbone. Just, you know, and then it's just pine and grapefruit thrown in on top of it. Yeah. Well, the, you know, within this hop profile, the thing I circle was Amarillo. I really thought that was the one hop that was kind of singing right through all this. It just has that kind of earthy tone to it. I don't know if it's just kind of stepping into those kind of burnt sugars, you know, pieces, but Kendall's right. It, I said red ale amber is probably a, a closer way of describing it. 
Yeah, it is. It's very, um, it's very creamy too, but there's just, there's, there's a lot of pininess in this, um, you know, this fighting with the malt to me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel like this one was as well put together as the other three Melvins. Um, it just didn't. <laughs> what does a well put together Melvin actually taste like? You're a Melvin. <laughs> oh, we'll be getting to that. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure there'll be more of that yeah, clip so coming in. Oh, it's gonna play over and over. <laughs> uh, a very sweet finish, I thought, off the Drunken Master here. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Anything else yeah. for the Drunken Master? Just, just hey, just kind of a classic hey, Northwest IPA. You know, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I don't think I'd come back to this. Would you? Would you guys? I mean, it, it is what it is. So it's good, and I'm glad we had it. But I just, considering what they have on available, this would not be the one I would go to in this lineup. I don't know that I would put it in the in the definitely in the top for sure. And no. even within our ratings, I see this at the bottom. So, so what did we rate it? Our suds rating for the Melvin Drunken Master is going to be a three. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. Second that emotion. Exactly. So now next, still sitting at nine point five percent, folks. We're going to talk about Citradamus or Citradamus. Citradamus. Yeah. Like Nostradamus. I got that. That could be my stage name. I got that. Mm. <laughs> it could uh, be and here is Citradamus. <laughs> it could be something that sounds like no. Damus, but <laughs> not. Really, that I like Drunken Master a lot better. Yeah, I okay. think it's much better stage name. Yeah. So this one is Melvin's World Class Double IPA brewed with 100% Citra hops, pristine mountain water, and Northwest malts, and it is citrus, pine, and dank. Citra, 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 citra. Yeah, this beer is phenomenal. Citra is a great hop, anyways. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, not all hops can do uh, can carry a single hop beer. But Citra is one of, like mosaics, a great beer for doing that kind of stuff. But Citra is a is a classic American hop, and then this is yes. um, the way they used it is very good. They balance the the malty sweetness of the of the malt. Actually, um, <laughs> that was incredibly profound. When we yes. go back and listen yeah. to this later, we're gonna be like, Dave is a genius. Um, <laughs> Which button is that? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> How about that? There okay. you go. You like that one? Right, okay. correct. This is, it's a gorgeous color. And to me, this is what Melvin is all about. They they really, they know their hops really well. And God bless them for what they do. Because this is just to me so balanced. Exactly. Um, it's so balanced. It's so beautiful. And, you know, for it being nine and a half percent, this is easy drinking to me. And this can get a lot of people in trouble. Well, the I could smell this across the room when we opened up this can. And um, that's very typical of a lot of Citra beers. Uh, you know, especially this one is definitely very intense Citra. Um, you know, I, uh, I think my only comment uh, a negative about this is, I was just upset this beer was not available on a tall boy. <laughs> so, yeah. Or, um, yeah, yeah. Five gallon keg. Um, I, I circled some other things out of the uh, description. Um, you know, the citrus was there. Total dankness. I really thought, you know, this really brought the whole package all the way around. Yeah. When I first looked at this beer, I picked up on what you did, Juliana. It looks beautiful. It's, it's somewhere between gold and amber, but it's almost got a, orange tint to it yeah. just gorgeous and that tells me right away i'm probably not going to get a lot of those caramel flavors you see in those amber colored beers and i was right which is i think good sometimes because i think those those can get in the way of the, what the hops are doing and i think that was the problem with drunken master it was just a little too caramelly for me yeah. this is a lot lighter gentler and it lets the hops really shine and, and just really yeah. take the stage and those citrusy flavors are fantastic. This was my favorite of all the Melvin beers. I thought it was just darn near perfect. Well, the thing that captured our attention with Melvin was at uh, the Great American Beer Festival in 2016. Um, they actually uh, absolutely smoked the entire competition on the fresh hop beer. And I remember having that beer on the floor, and then I had it a couple of the times during that week. 
And I was like, wow, I just, you know, this is like a whole new level, you know, uh, for uh, fresh hop beer. And this was getting fairly close to what I remembered, you know, about such a great experience with Melvin. So, yeah, I remember trying that two by four uh, at Falling Rock. In fact, I was at two uh, at Falling Rock getting ready to order a beer and a guy came up to me. He's like, have you heard about Melvin? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm from Nashville. They're not in our area. He goes, well, I, I work for Melvin and you should try the two by four. And he was right. It was fantastic. Well, uh, and I forgot and I'm on the fly was the East first, uh, East coast versus West coast competition. We went to, uh, during that year and Melvin was actually featured in that lineup. And it was very interesting because we've had a lot of these beers and, even the Melvin that was showing there that evening was a dwarf component of what that fresh hop, you know, version was. But I think that the uh, Search Adamas here uh, definitely uh, is right on spot. So really yeah. great beer. Absolutely. Yeah. Kudos, Fantastic. Guys. This is a great beer. Well, our uh, Sudge rating for the Melvin Citradamus is going to be a five. <laughs> And last but not least, coming in at an extraordinary 13% ABV is Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. So the crew at Melvin, because, you know, they go balls out from time to time, decided to push their system to the max on all levels. And brewing with over four pounds of Simcoe and Mosaic hops per barrel and then dry hopping this puppy, it's... I. I'm just going to go on and say extraordinary. Mm. This is an assault. This is a big old beer. It is. I kept on hearing, you know, the electric violin in my head the whole time. <laughs> you know, that the whole was time. Mike's like. We don't have that clip, day. but we should lay that in for yeah. sure. You know, um, it was much sweeter than, you know, most of the other rest of the lineup. This and is pretty much a barley wine. Yep, I agree. That's totally it. Uh, yep. Dave totally hit it on the head there. At 13%, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's interesting, though, because I, I'm getting this, like, this fruitiness, this peachiness, but I'm also getting the pininess. It, it, I mean, it's it's crazy how, like, they're toggling between each other on my tongue, and I'm like, wow, this is, like, really great that they're, you know, sort of d so distinctive considering how much alcohol is in this thing. Absolutely. I was getting a lot of that stone fruit. To me, it was coming across more as apricot, but, yeah, apricot and then that kind of, like, resiny, uh, piney flavor and it just dancing around on the tongue. Yeah. Huge beer, but just so much character in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, they did a great job on this one. I mean, it's, it's very manageable. I wonder if the spear would do better if you let it rest for a little while. You know, with that, there's a lot of residual sugar off this, and I really wonder. Uh, we this was actually in a can uh, as it was distributed to us, but I wonder if this is one of those beers that if you laid it down for a year, that you know some of those uh, alcohol. Uh, aspects would kind of tone down just a bit, and the rest of it would kind of come around like a typical barley wine. Sure, and oh my God, if it did. I mean, I'm just thinking about how interesting this is already, and if you let this sit for a while, I wow. Hmm. wow. I don't know. I think if the if you gave it too much time, the hop's going to fade I, off. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It would be a nice experiment, but I feel like those hops would just totally go away, and it would it could be maybe you're gonna too skew, sweet. Yeah, you're going to skew even sweeter because so? it's not going to keep you know, fermenting out or anything. So you're, you're and I don't think the hops are big enough where they would hang around, you know? Well, certainly the dry hops would go away, but with how much that they, ha that they put in, you know, during the boil, I'm almost thinking there's gotta be something left over even later. No, I, I you know what, if I had three or four more cans of this, I'd, I'd definitely let a few. Yeah. Sit. There's, yeah, talking about just the bigness of it, and the more I think about it, there's definitely something here that kind of reminds me of like a 120-minute. It go. is a big beer. Yeah. It's very uh, – it's down a lot of that same pipe, uh, you know, that you're talking about in terms of a lot of uh, big, you know, alcohol-laden, um, you know, beers. But, yeah, totally barley one city all the way. Well, uh, our uh, such rating here for Lambda, Lambda, Lambda from Melvin, Melvin Brewing is going to be a four. Uh, Nerds. So overall, where do you think More these violin. guys? Okay, so they're Colorado. They're not totally Wyoming. West, or Wyoming, rather. Sorry, 
We just, we just enjoy on. them in Colorado. You just, you yes. just insulted an entire state. The same yeah. difference. Yeah. I did not mean that. It's Colorado North. That. Come on. We know, we know what it is. But considering they're Wyoming and they're not, you know, Cali, is this really West Coast? Mm, I'm going to say no negative on that one. Yeah. I think it's I think it's interesting uh, the hop varieties they're playing with. Um, it, it it's playing with a wide variety of things. You know that they're where I don't think you can throw them in really not, one category or the other. It was interesting. A lot enough, of people yeah. said they were West Coast, and I just I have very difficulty you know just characterizing them in, in a West Coast category. So. They're not like other than Drunken Master. They're not caramel enough or bitter enough to me to be west coast ipas i think they're more maybe north northwest like pacific yeah northwest. oh the uh i forget what was it the second one on the list uh drunken master Ed, to me that was total that northwest yeah. oregon washington type of ipa yeah i, uh, I think that's kind of where they resiny that's where they're more their wheelhouse is more the Pacific North Northwest to me. Mm. So then, are you trying to tell me that we have a Northwest IPA and a West Coast IPA? I think there's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I can definitely see this fitting in a lot of the wheelhouse of other things that are in the arrow, like uh, 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 I was going to say a ten barrel or barrel ten. I'm brain dead all of a sudden. Ten barrel. Ten yeah. barrel. Thank you. You know, it seems like it's fitting, you know, kind of in a bit of that, you know, kind of taste profile. Because to me, the the typical West Coast is maybe defined more so more than pine. anybody by stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what yeah, they're doing versus kind of what, you know, up people in the Northwest are doing. You know, even Deschutes or Rogue, some of I those agree. beers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so that would be the, uh, if Northwest IPA, that would be the Nuepa. Yeah. Nuepa. Mm. Nuepa. <laughs> I like that, but you know, it's so hard to tell sometimes because everybody is doing kind of what everybody else is doing as a one off. You know, like West Coast people are doing a New England IPA the, or the NEPA. You know, yeah. So, and then, you know, then you got the Midwest IPA and then the Mwipa. Mwipa? Mm. <laughs> is there a Southeast IPA? A there should well, be. Yeah. Y'all come down there and try us beer. It's got collard greens in it. <laughs> Sweetwater's not not a bad IPA from yeah. the southeast, that's for sure. Well, you know, uh, it would be, uh, I think it would be very interesting to, I mean, if you had to, uh, they should wrap their arms around that citradelic. It was it citradelic or citra, citradomus? Citradomus, thank citradomus. you. Citradelic, somebody else's beer, citradomus. <laughs> Disregard that. Yep, <laughs> please don't sue us now. Uh, the citradomus, you know, because I think that's, that's a really great taste profile, and everything they did with that fresh hop, you know, was definitely you know right down the the right path. Yeah, so. and if I may say, you know, for all these beers that we had today from Melvin, and also what we tried out last year at GBF, they're they're just doing something just slightly different enough to make it very distinctive and to make it their own, you know. And in an IPA world, I think that's pretty stellar because, you know no matter what kind of difference you're doing that you're carving it out because there's so many breweries that are so similar with their IPAs. Yeah. Their, their daily drinker IPA, the two by four was fantastic. It was really good. You know, uh, let's get to this blueberry muffin because I'm about to go brew a pot of coffee if we don't get to this soon. So, okay, fine. So (laughs) now we're going to talk about great notion brewing. That's a great idea. (laughs) Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, there you go, finally. Thank you, good old boy day. Been waiting on that one. Yep. So this one is just considered a blueberry sour. It is 5.0%. Of note, this is not a kettle soured beer for those of you that are keeping up with what's kettle soured and what's not. So, does it taste like a blueberry muffin? That is the question. Hmm. It smells like a blueberry muffin. It smells like a blueberry muffin. Absolutely. I think totally. it tastes, many components of it <laughs> resemble that of a blueberry muffin. Yeah. Uh, so, I agree. The aroma was just amazing uh, off this. Um, I thought there were a couple of things that snuck up on me. There was a kind of a citrus component that was coming in about this. 
I'll save my last uh, comment here in just a moment. I'm sure some of you thought something else about the blueberry muffin. It's so sweet. Like, the aroma on it is so sweet. You really don't realize that you're tasting a sour until it's on your tongue. And it's you're a lot like, of lemon now that it's warmed up. Yeah, there is, there is a bit of lemon in there. But, I mean, that's what blows me away is that this smells just like I've, been, I've come from a break of a bakery and i have a dozen yes. of blueberry muffins in my bag and then i taste what kind it. of bag is it paper bag uh, brown paper i'm thinking this paper? is like a, brown. a yeah. duncan oh. hines you know kit with somebody that grabbed a, a bottle of real lemon and just like sprinkled it on top of the you know i'll muffins. say this i grew up on those uh Sara lee there you uh, go, yeah. muffin mix things you know where you you know just just add milk. It explains then, a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why I grew up so big and strong. <laughs> so I was thinking uh, a diminished and, mental capacity, but go ahead. Smart and tough too. Fluffy in the middle. Hey. Listen. <laughs> I think that I think that is Dave's stage name. Fluffy in the middle. Do you think that would work really well? That's, I think that's it right there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> no, it's I'm going to have a whole slew of t-shirts made up called Fluffy in the Middle. <laughs> Muffin Top. Muffin Top Beer. There you go. That's that's the name of this beer, right? But again, I mean, this is uh, this is a crazy beer because, you know, the aroma does not match what is inside there's no. a lot going on here it's just not so overly much, sour so much blueberry in the nose and it just it really does have that aroma but it doesn't taste that way you are you already mentioned that it's just it's a really clean just gently tart and the blueberry is really subdued yeah. in the flavor but just huge in the aroma this beer kind of messes with you it does well our suds rating for great notion brewing blueberry muffin is going to be a three <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be right back with some more from this brewery. I may not be. It's not just the destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath. Stars in cobalt blue Look to the left To the right Keep your eyes on the road My darling Wondering if we're only Passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever Sweet love Our eyes ahead Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, sorry that you're missing our wonderful discussions here. All the best stuff's during the break. Yeah, it must be. So anyways, well, that's we, every show. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, so we've been talking about some beers from Melvin, and now we're talking about some beers from Great Notion Brewing Company in mm. Portland, Oregon. So we just finished discussing the Blueberry Muffin, which is their Blueberry Sour. Wait, though. Kendall told us about where in Portland these guys are located. It's uh, northeast Portland. If you don't know Portland, it's divided by the Willamette River and Burnside. So everything to the north of Burnside and east of the river is northeast Portland. It's very and that's full of what? Yeah, yeah, it's a very cool part of town. Hipsterville. Little, little hipsterish. But, uh, Do you ever play Count the Man Buns? <laughs> no, it's been a few years since I've been to Portland. But it's a very cool area. Yeah, northeast Portland's yeah. where you want to hang out. A lot of curly mustaches and a few. Maybe a couple. I'm just here to hug the trees. Fancy little hats and yeah. So the next beer that we're going to discuss from them is the Juice Box Double IPA. <laughs> this will be very divisive. <laughs> I agree. Oh yeah. So this I one, like it. So this one is eight point two percent ABV and was brewed with over four pounds per barrel of hops. Although I couldn't figure out, I couldn't find out distinctively what. Types what of was hops, their hop? Uh, what their blend. 
Yeah, exactly citra. what their hot blend was. Citra. Well, there is a lot of citrus, sure. So anyways, um, do we think this is a juice box? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like this beer. I, know I like it, yeah. but judged against everything else in this category. Right. If you're going to call it a New England IPA, Nipa. you need to bring Negative. more turbid. Negative. More... <laughs> But if you just want to know, if do I think this beer tastes good? And when I sit and drink a few pints of it, yes, I absolutely would. I don't think it tastes like 8.2% either. Mm-mm. No, not at all. You know, I'm looking at it. It's hazy. It's got the right color. It's got the right aroma. It's got the right flavor. But there's just something it's missing. It's just that, not as chewy as you wanted it to be. Yeah, it doesn't. Chunks. Not, not only the mouthfeel, but, you know, I've had New England IPAs from all over the country over the past year. Even and New England. I had, hey, I'm I'm wearing a shirt with a New England IPA on it right yes. now. Yes. yes. But, um, you know, judged against the standards like Treehouse and Trillium oh, and Alchemist, yeah. uh, there's just, there's a little something that is missing. And you, you wonder. You're just very short. If these people in, you know. Are you that talking are, to me? Brewing these beers in the Midwest or out West or on the West Coast, if they've really had a chance to go to Vermont and Massachusetts and drink these beers to know, because there are some people throughout the country, including right here in Nashville, making good New England IPAs. But I've also had a bunch that are like, yeah, they're definitely part of the style, but there's just something missing. Do you think it's something in their water or? No. It's it's the the soul. It's just something... (laughs) undefinable it, they don't have lobster in it or no but you know? it's it's a decent beer i could drink yeah. a lot of it but comparing it to some of the yeah. great new england let's, ipas let's no. let mike rant about this beer for a couple <laughs> minutes and say all I got, like, na- I got like 15 seconds it is not a good thing when i write down the word aspirational i can think i can think of a long list of things that you do not want to come after whatever whatever comes after the word it's aspirational is probably not a good thing but i really don't aspirational citra bomb um, and frankly, I just, I, I, they should leave this to others. You know, I, I I'm with yeah. Kendall that, you know, with so many people that are chasing this style of beer right now, um, I, I just, that you're, you're like on generation one and other people are like on generation six or eight, you know, and it's just, I, I just don't think you're going to be able to catch up with that until you have mastered the blend between citra hops and lupulin powder, I just, I'm seriously, just give it up mm-hmm. now and avoid the rush, you know? Well, no, I don't I don't think they should give it up. I think they should keep trying. Keep trying. Um, again, I think this is a beer that if you just went in and you were looking for a good IPA to drink. Oh, it's good. Yeah, you could sit There's and nothing wrong with this. It. And, I agree. If I had no other better choices in town, I would sit and drink this all day long. You know what? You can drink some blueberry muffin and shush it. Okay. <laughs> So what do you think, Julia? So okay, so let me let me ask you this about it. So this is a New England style IPA. Okay, now clearly eh. well keep going though. Clearly though, <laughs> they're a northwestern brewery. Yep. So I'm wondering this is just me being weird, okay? So yes, it's not quite East Coast. We've already established that. Mm-hmm. But I think for an East Coast version of a Northwest IPA, are they doing it? I got lost in that geography. I think, Juliana, are we, you know are we in Canada? Stop. Juliana just mean, created a new style, the Northwest New England I, I don't know. I, I'm still hung up on Fluffy in the middle. So Welcome I, to Vancouver, <laughs> where we produce really high-quality beers that you can't quite figure out the regionality yeah. of well, them. But what Vive I mean la France. Is, is that I think they're still maintaining a bit of the Northwest in here. They're holding back. They're not going totally East Coast. Other than this. the Citra, that's about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure they're holding back, or they just aren't close enough to the main experience to get it. Okay. I wonder if they tried okay. to do this, and Mike kind of mentioned it. Maybe they tried to do this without the lupulin powder. Yep. And you can't do it without you can't, the lupulin You just can't powder. do it without the yeah. lupulin powder. The thing is, think. is the so the key aspect. This has all of the sweet floral component uh, around citra but sure. the thing that's missing is all the bitter you know hop component you know around this as well and so the sense of balance around this is 
to to me, I think it's a bit lost. So. Yeah, okay. too many of these yeah. beers are getting just really juicy, really sweet. And I'm not saying you can't make a good New England IPA. I was just in Denver last week. Weldworks in Colorado makes yeah. some fantastic yep. New England yeah. IPAs. Yeah. Yeah. They do. yeah, so you can do it. It's just a lot of people. I'm not sure know what authentic tastes like. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, go buy a can of Fogelbanger, then go back to the well. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Like a Kendall laughing at that one. There you go. It was. Of note, I think I, I got to give the brewery pop props because as I was doing a little bit of research on this brewery, they did an April Fool's joke where they were releasing this in a juice box. And Ooh. I thought, Excellent. That's brilliant. That That's good. is cool. That is very cool. I, good yes. for them. So yeah. it's, it's, kudos for that idea. Until an entire preschool got drunk. And I would ship a whole case of that came. to Boston. That's what I would have done. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Keep keep at it, guys. It's 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 good. Yeah. You can I only get better. I think they're I think they're on a good start. I, I I really liked this beer the way it tasted. What did we rate this beer? Our suds rating for the Great Notion Brewing uh, Juice Box is going to be a three. <laughs> And last, but certainly not least, this beer is called Double Stack. Hang on that was second. Mike's nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that could be my stage name. Ooh, I like that. That works really well. Welcome to the main stage. The Dungeon Master and Double Stack. Double Stack. Here on the radio for you today. So now you're the Dungeon Master? <laughs> oh, I'm it sorry. It changes you all the what? time. What did I say? The I Drunken think, Master. I the think, Drunken Master. I think someone just admitted to playing stack. Dungeons and Dragons. No, 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 no. The, Mike, the Drunken Master and the Double Stack here to talk about beer with you go ahead today. And, go ahead and take your 20-sided die out of your pocket right now. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, mm. not today. Okay. So, Double Stack is the 10% ABV. <laughs> it's an imperial breakfast stout with Clutch Coffee, shout out to Clutch, and Vermont maple syrup. <laughs> and really, tell me how you guys really feel about this beer. The thing that's missing from this already is a theme song from, what was the show, Northwestern or... You know, it was a Canadian show. Was, North by Northwest? I don't know. But yeah, it needs like a theme theme show where you're like, you know, you actually see elk running across the screen in your head. So Northern Exposure? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Northern Exposure. Yeah. That's, that's a that's great Alaska. show. That yes. I can hear show. that theme song as I'm drinking this boom, beer. Boom, yes. Boom, 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 oh. boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Okay. See, that's I it. I got a little totally. Twin Peaks in this action. No. <laughs> the wow. coffee part of it. No. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's, to to me, it's just ironic that we were just talking about the Northeast IPA that wasn't a Vermont enough, and this one's got Vermont. All of a sudden, they slap a bunch of maple syrup. They've right got Vermont in. maple syrup, and this is really well done. I enjoyed this beer. And there is lots of chocolate in this beer. <laughs> the people from Germany asked, come and we tell you we're going to put the chocolate in Where this did beer. Germany come into this thing at because all? Because there's lots of chocolate in this beer for sure. And the German well, chocolate. Well, then be Swiss or something. Swiss. <laughs> Swiss don't have a great accent. Have you ever heard a great Swiss accent? I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a great Swiss accent. No, many, that's many like times. Austrian. See, you, you know, that doesn't you're, work. You're South African and you're Australian. <laughs> Sound just like uh, you're Irish, which is just barely off Look, of your Scottish. There's a lot of people in my head. So, you know, it, it all kind of blends together at the end yeah. of the day, Dave. Now, this, this was beautiful, though. I was getting dark chocolate, coffee, and then there was something in there I couldn't get. And, and I was thinking it was a sweetness. And when I tasted it, Boom, maple syrup. Yeah. This is a, not a beer you can drink a lot of. But you want to drink a lot of. Yeah. Welcome to Vermont. This is your last beer of the night <laughs> is, is what it should be. Well, the one Maybe thing, there's some ice cream or something. Uh, the one thing that, uh, so Kendall and I were uh, sitting beside each other as we were tasting this, and, and I was like, there's a lot of- holding hands, too. No, we weren't. We were, <laughs> not yet, uh, unless our stage names came into play. And so I was holding Double Stack's hand and going, there's a lot of nuts off this. That sounded really weird all by itself. Uh, but yeah, there was there was like a almond. <laughs> there was like a almond or a hazelnut, you know, that was really uh, very apparent. I'm sorry, you didn't mean to hit that twice, right? I did. I really yeah, I did. knew you did. <laughs> anyway, as I was holding oh. double stacks nuts, <laughs> so 
<laughs> in this. I, you know, I just, I really felt like it was. Dear FCC. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was a combination of a lot of chocolate, bitterness, almonds, and hazelnut that was kind of, you know, playing into it. The thing I wrote down off this was I really thought it was an extract candidate. It reminded me of a lot of things from another brewery in the Georgia area who are renamed, renamed, <laughs> who will remain nameless in this discussion. Well, hopefully. slow down. You're, you're almost, you're, you're too fast there, turtle. So, um, <laughs> let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so <laughs> don't come out of your shell. I would never do that. I would oh. never insult people of that uh, type of uh, reptile. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I I thought this was stunning. I mean, the smell on it reminded me so much of maple syrup that mm -hmm. I was like, "Yep, this is this is the stuff that you go to Vermont and you tap the tree for. It's so so worth it." And I thought that the roasty balance on this was great too. I mean, I could taste the coffee in this. Like, this is a good um, base beer. Like their their breakfast out is a good base beer. Yeah. And I I liked it a lot. I think the major thing this was 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 missing for me was a can of whipped cream. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that's just, half your life, though, dude. You know, I just think I think you just put a little whipped cream on top of this. I think it will work. Okay, put it in a pie crust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, put it over pancakes. Because you could definitely yeah. slice it. It's so thick for mm. sure. It's it well is, done, but in a great way. It's kind in of a great fluffy way. in the middle, though. Don't you think, uh, Juliana? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely fluffy in the middle for you, Dave, uh, for sure. Well, we had a great time, uh, you know, with uh, this beer from Great Notion Brewing. Our suds rating for Double Stack from Great Notion, Great Notion Brewing is going to be a four. Uh, uh, you know, kind of interesting beers definitely today, weren't there? I thought this was really, it was an assault on the taste buds. Yeah, definitely all the way from, you know, IPAs to this, you know, blueberry, you know, chocolate, you know, world for I sure. I think it just continues to show, like, how many amazing beers are coming out all the time and what interesting things people are doing in different states. And, you know, like, Portland is, a you know, a known beer capital that, you know, people think of as a beer city, but... Wyoming, you know, you don't really think of Jackson Hole, Wyoming as beer central USA, but even there, I mean, that's there's some amazing beers coming out of there. Well, we should come up with a contest of letting people from each of those uh, areas come up with stage names for us. And send us beer. Yeah, right. Yeah, send me a beer from every city in America and I will drink it. <laughs> that's the contest. What's the prize? I was about uh, to say double stack. What do you have to say about it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the prize you said it would be your, your is an evening with Dave. Whoa, man. Oh man. oh, man. That is definitely not a prize. <laughs> <laughs> That's a grand prize. Sounds like it's fluffy in the middle to me. <laughs> Slightly burnt on the edge. I'm feeling at least three marital counseling sessions in your near future. <laughs> There's going to be some stuff happening later. <laughs> well, I just, I'm just going to say, I think these are some great beers that we had today and showing the diversity of what craft beer is all about. And you know what I mean? Like, we've got some really good IPAs. We got some very interesting beers from Great Notion. And I mean, hey, this is why we're here at the table is to drink really interesting and really different beers, right? And to make fun Absolutely. of each other. Uh, no, I'm just here for to figure out my true stage name. That's really all I'm here for, you know. Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's close. It's not even remotely close. You're a, you're a Bianca. I don't know. There's something about you. Bianca the you drunken the, master? The king of surgical tape. That's the, you know. <laughs> Hey, look, that's special surgical tape. <laughs> special tape. surgical tape, that's that right. A, that was a gift from someone who loved me. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Thinks you're fluffy in the middle. <laughs> well, luckily, that does it for today. 
in case you were wondering. Please don't hit stop now. No. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's Suds episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and you can catch all of our episodes online, as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Suds Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flood on Twitter every day at Sipsud Smokes. Our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And follow us on Instagram at Sipsuds and Smokes. Hey, be sure and rate our episode if you would like to do so. Please hop on iTunes, give us a five star rating, and leave us a quick comment. That's a great big help to us. Hey, Kendall, why don't you tell us about your blog? My wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Well, I'd like to thank all my hosts today. Good old boy, Dave. All right, we'll see you, honey. That you were. Good old boy, Mike. I love the fact that I get to hang out with Fluffy in the middle all day long. (laughs) Thanks, Bianca. Yeah, I agree. Come back, join us once again. I will definitely ask you to keep on sipping. Good old boy, Kendall. Double stack. It's always a pleasure to be here. Always drink good beer. This is good old gal, Juliana. Keep on chuggling and see us next time. Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs>